By watching or listening to this show, you are acknowledging that you are of legal age to purchase and consume cannabis in your region. This production is for adults only. Have you seen the slash? Made by users for users. Engineered for flavor. One of the coolest features around. A built-in loading tool. Learn more at www.stonesmiths.ca. of Cannabis, a joint venture between the Green Generation Co. and the Cannabis 101 podcast, bringing you the latest bud, biz, buzz. The time to dive into the world of the business of cannabis with Malka LaBelle from the Green Generation Co. And you can find out how Malka can help you uh, by heading to www.greengencompany.com. As I bring in my good friend Malka LaBelle, how are things going with you right now, Malka? Good. Spring is in the air. I think it's we're allowed to say that now. It's uh, it was 18 degrees on the weekend, which was great. No complaints. Uh, indeed, it's uh, it's it's bright and sunny and melting on one side of my building. The other side, it's still full of snow because that's the part that doesn't get enough sun. But we do know that it is on the way. And you know, the, the, I was saying it to a friend the other day is that you know whatever snow we get now, we know it's not sticking around, so we can be yeah, yeah. pretty confident that uh, you know we can we can say now that uh, certainly is uh, spring is is on the way. And uh, people a lot of times uh, in in spring refer to that spring cleaning and that means throwing a bunch of stuff out and it kind of leads us to what we're talking about today uh, packaging and particularly in the lead here we're talking about the label and packaging yes and I I, I have to say my favorite I created my own uh, quote around this um, you know, don't give me any labels. My last name is already LaBelle. So I have enough <laughs> labels in my own name to, uh, to to own that. So what I mean by this is, you know, we, I'm, we're in the business of, of figuring out what should a cannabis label and packaging should be. And we know that what it is right now is not good. Um, I'm fortunate enough to be at the table with the people at the international level, creating standards around this for international purposes and have the ability to sort of have some foresight into what it should be. Um, so that's what I wanted to sort of clarify, like what is a label and packaging and what purpose does it hold both for cannabis and in general, and sort of remind people, like, let's go back to some basics here for a second and not get caught up on the stigma and, po and pol politicizing a label. So really a label has sort of three basic functions or four, I guess. A label is communication. It's a communication tool in the absence of people uh, or other things uh, between the pr producer of a product all the way to its end user. Um, it's meant to inform consumers around the content 
of inside the packaging and instructions for its proper use. It's also meant to protect users or non-users from unintended harm, like accidentally mixing it with things or adding heat or fake flame that could make it combust, for example. And it's also meant to protect the product for purpose of transport and storage. So keeping it at the right temperature, humidity level, uh, dryness, lack of dryness, wetness, whatever it's supposed to be, the package is meant to create that barrier to keep it in the, in the state that it's meant to be in. Now, I would say that the cannabis industry so far has not gotten this right, but they started with something which is better than not having it at all. Um, and this is really where I'm bringing the lens of, well, packaging in general is like, it's almost a trillion dollar uh, US dollar a worldwide uh, industry wow. uh, and to, as, as far as 2019. And we know it's growing substantially, particularly in the sustainable packaging world. And, you know, we've talked about this already, and it's kind of a big trend is sustainable packaging or sustainable things in general. And really what the cannabis industry has done is gone in the opposite direction and made it as least sustainable as possible by adding as much more plastic into the mix than you really need. But, you know, we started with something and we can always, there's always room for improvement. And that's essentially uh, the lack of sustainable packaging has been like the number one reason, at least anecdotally, that I've heard from people that choose to not purchase cannabis from legal sources, even if it's just as convenient or it's everywhere, is that the packaging is an eyesore and a like a heart sore. Like it really bothers people that there's so much of this over packaging in the, in the legal cannabis industry. And, and it is a barrier to entry. Um, so that's sort of what I wanted to draw vision or eyesight around is that, you know, too much packaging uh, in the sense of what we've got here is literally overkill. Um, sometimes, especially if the packaging is worth more than what's inside of it. <laughs> I think that's one of the common things that people complain about is like, you know, why do we need so not like cannabis, but in general, like if the value of the packaging around it is more than what the contents are inside, is it really fulfilling its purpose um, in some ways? And, you know, the excess, excess waste or need to have it recycled or collected or, you know, all these sort of additional steps that have been brought into this fold where they didn't exist before. Um, and really, it prohibits the consumer from actually using the product in some cases. So there's, I've actually seen some really good TikToks on this where people like for the standard people like just can't even open the uh, security or the you know tamper-proof packaging on their cannabis. And they're like, and so I've had this problem myself and I've actually in several very moment, like monumental situations where I was like in front of the manufacturer at Lyft. I'm like, I cannot open your packaging <laughs> like in front of them. Like it was, so, it was so, I made a big deal of it because I'm like, you're ruining this for people. Like people want to use the products inside that are not made by you. But in this case, it was a, it was a, a supplier out of the US that had a really cool packaging, but I couldn't open it. And it wasn't just me, like nobody could open it. So that's been kind of a big boon, particularly for the medical side. You know, we talk about a lot of people that have mobility or accessibility or hand, hand and motor coordination, and they're using cannabis to address that problem. But if they can't get into the package, it's sort of like, what's the point, you know? So the really here, I really want to clarify what I think is what should be on the packaging labels. And, and that's something I've written about extensively. And I have this, I wrote this sort of, you know, in blue of the yellow box, um, I wrote a different version of what should be in this. Would you like to hear it, Dean? Sure, go ahead. 
So warning, cannabis products interact with every body differently. The THC percentage is only one indication of how you may react to this product. So best to go home, chill, try this product with an open mind, an open heart, and no prejudice to the company, the brand, or the store that sold it to you. They're working very hard with very strict, sometimes nonsensical regulations that are constantly changing. Don't let your children try it unless they are the legal age allowed in the province they're in at the time of consumption, because that's different in different places, um, or over the age of 25, if that's just a safer bet. And about this product, um, for best results, record your thoughts and feelings uh, after trying this product in a journal or a logbook or on an app. There, we we want to try and collect some data from you to help brands and government put more information on the label that will better serve you. Please enjoy responsibly. Hashtag Green Generation. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's certainly a more um, I, I want to say kind of an inviting uh, label uh, as far as a more relaxed label. Um, which I think, uh, you know, cannabis can be a lot of different things for, for different people. Um, I find it strange, though, that some that packaging would be something that uh, would keep actually keep somebody away that much. Not price, not product, but, but actually packaging. So I, I, I kind of think the people, I don't know, listen, I agree. The packaging uh, at the beginning was not good. It has gotten a lot better. A lot of companies have gotten a lot smaller. We're seeing a lot of companies... Um, you know, Stewart Farms has, has totally biodegradable packaging. And the other thing is, you know, there's some glass options out there, a lot of plastic, but that plastic can be recycled. It's not like it's impossible. So if, if you really have a problem with the packaging, buy it and then make sure it's recycled. I just, I have a hard time believing the packaging is actually keeping that many people away. I understand price and I understand some people think product, but the packaging yeah. with a little bit of work on the consumer side can be dealt with. It's got to get smaller. Yeah. And it has gotten smaller, but that, that, yes. that seems like a weird thing to keep somebody away from the, the legal market. Let's just put it this way. It's not the consumer side of things. It's the producer side of things. It's, you know how you talk about your, your bud sometimes is dry inside the package after mm. you've had it because it's been in there for a long time. That's yeah. the angle is that the freshness component has not been figured out yet. That's the part of it. Like John Fowler was the genius when he said, like, they had to figure out how to, how to trim and, and really harvest the plant for optimal freshness. But though that information is not figured out yet across the board. So that's where we're just on the learning curve. That's all. Sure. Yeah. But I'll, I'll say this. I've gotten way more cannabis that has been in good shape and great shape than has been bad shape. Uh, it, it's it's the, the rarity. So we can't really throw the, the baby out with the bathwater. But I agree. We, we have yeah. to find better solutions for packaging. But I think they are. Like, I think we have seen a lot of companies come down in size in their packaging. Not everybody. And, you know, we are not going to convince everybody. But it, it is something that has to be continually worked. On. I totally agree with that. And if we can ever get to the point where 100% of the packaging is biodegradable, well, how much better would that be for everybody, right? Like, it's just, it's a working process. But I do feel it has gotten better in the in the couple of years we're in this. At the beginning, it was absolutely horrendous. Totally. Yeah, we've come a long way. That's exactly like I'm just saying we're crossing that bridge. We're not 100% perfect yet, but it's just something to point out. It's still a work in progress at all levels. Yeah, in, indeed. And and for, for some companies, uh, you know, more than others uh, when, when we're talking about that. But there are some companies that are doing just a dynamic job. And, and that's what we're talking about when it comes to change makers today. 
I set this one up for you, uh, Dean, exactly. So this is Empire Solutions Packaging Co. I'm actually, uh, full disclosure, a partner in this company. So I was also, I took this photo. <laughs> so <laughs> I was in Edmonton, in South uh, Edmonton Common, where this was this was on the weekend when I called you to say I was going to be in the town. Um, so we came up to Edmonton because we are making sustainable circular, pa circular economy packaging solutions for the cannabis industry first, and then other industries after that. So Full disclosure, um, I have the solution in hand. And what it is, is we're clearly, we're making solutions for the packaging industry, not just that are biodegradable or compostable, but are made from the waste materials from the industry. So this is the circular economy. This is sort of the definition around this, um, is that you're essentially using waste products that are created in the industry and then using them to make something sustainable or usable as another product. So that's exactly what we're doing with the Hembuyer Solutions packaging. And we're currently uh, in our focus group stage. So where we went into the lab here in Innotech, uh, Alberta, we had to cut a few pieces of red tape along the way because that always needs to happen when you're dealing with the government. But uh, mm -hmm. you know, we use the government sources and labs to really create our formulation and got some really cool stuff out of it. Um, and basically inviting people to come and join our focus group sessions by at visiting us at hempiresolutions.ca. But really we believe that hemp is a material that can heal the world. And the more things that are made out of a hemp-based, recycled or sustainable circular economy, they all really mean the same thing in that we're not cutting down any trees or breaking anything. If anything, more hemp that's grown for any purpose is just gonna absorb more CO2 out of the air. And that's what we're trying to, to do is force the, the needle in terms of both sustainability, renewable um, products or recycled products and using hemp, which is an amazing source of carbon offsets um, in so many different ways. So that's what's going on with Hempire Solutions, our change maker of the week. That is beautiful. And uh, just th th those are kind of the solutions that we need. I mean, you just, you just look at the trickle down effect of hemp. You talked about some of the environmental uh, impacts on the positive side, but then the employment, farmers, uh, you know, growing hemp, uh, the, the, the growing cycle is short, so you can get in a lot of different crops and then the trickle down of jobs from there. So certainly uh, anything we can do more with hemp is great. And uh, I look forward and implore people to check that out as well. And uh, okay, uh, finally, when we're talking about packaging and what it means to be green, I've got uh, loads of these lying around yeah, my place for great? sure. They are awesome. This and our good answer. friends at uh, Plant Life have these. So tell us what you like about these. Yeah. So actually, and then seeing that they're doing this, it was actually a throwback. So I went to go visit our buddy Chris uh, Ionson over at the um, South Edmonton Common uh, Plant Life store, you know, introduced myself in person after talking through you to him over the most of the past year. Um, what I love, so these are their like zipper, uh, clo zipper close, smell proof bags. And essentially, um, it's a security feature. So the, the zipper on here, which I think I put up a picture, but maybe it didn't make it. But yeah, so there's like this little zipper piece here that literally like locks in place. And this is actually a really good solution. I had seen this originally uh, with Tilray. There you go. Yeah, so Tilray, back in the day, like 2016, when they were beginning out, uh, starting with the medical side, I had seen that they were using this this technology, essentially. It's, a, it's an application of a zipper that has a locking device. So it's very simple to open, but you need to have like two and a half hands. So 
even if you're if you have mobile dexterity it's not very hard to do you just have to sort of align the little closures and use your thumb um, and what it does is it essentially is its own security feature um, to keep stuff inside it's a smell proof bag it's made of this kind of a poly plastic thing but sort of a sort of a, a more uh, rigid structure but what i really loved about it is that it's not impossible to open from a dexterity position for packaging but my nine-year-old couldn't figure it out so she loves mm -hmm. to show me how she can open all things that are meant, not meant for her to open it's like a, it's like a, a game for her she takes any packaging that's supposed to be uh you know impenetrable for children and opens it in three seconds and i can't even open it so that's what i mean is she couldn't figure this one out which is good check there for security features and it comes in different sizes and shades of green, which I thought was great. And like, I'd love to see a whole line of different colors for this or branding. Like, I think this is where the retailers can really shine is this is an accessory that they gave away. It's swag, you know, with your purchase, like product mm -hmm. with purchase, but you can also keep your stuff in it, store it safely. And like, this is how I think it should be done is that packaging from the, the, the original producer should not be in anything that's so complicated, but the retailer, essentially the last handoff of the product to the customer, that's where the security and the, the in, you know, the safety should be. And then branded in such a way, like plant life, it's like very memorable and it's very cool. So that's what I thought was super cool that of what's green about this. And honestly, I loved it. And it even fit the slash that I bought for my husband at the store. So he was very happy to get a gift inside of this. It makes a great uh, gift, gift wrap. And it was super cool and nice to meet Chris with his uh, Plant Life Gator, that <laughs> neck thing that's also a, a face covering in the same shade of green. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's very cool. I'm, I'm really glad that uh, you were able to pick up uh, one of those, the Slash, because uh, I, I absolutely love mine. It's such a great way to get used to concentrates and, and, and that thing without using a torch. And because using that yeah. torch is uh, not that fun. I have burn marks uh, from past use. But the cool thing about this packaging that, that you're, you're right, they give it out of swag is when I give out prizes on my podcast, I'm always including these because they're smell proof. As you mentioned, yeah. they're, they're child proof. Uh, you know, the zipper goes a little bit slower and that's because it's smell proof. If yeah. that's, you know, some people have wondered why does it go yeah. a little bit slower because it's smell proof and the, the, uh, the teeth have to close that way. But I literally include one of these in almost every prize pack I give out. I, I try to get them as many, much as possible. You take them to a party when we can have parties. People, Oh, where'd you get that? Oh, you get it with any purchase. It's free. It's a really great marketing tool for them. I totally agree. Genius. 100%. Yeah, like I'd love to see this in a million shapes, colors and sizes and and you know, people can brand them as they wish. I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, indeed. Well, you know, they could do special colors. Like they they did the special St. Patrick's Day color for this one, right? I think uh, we can we can go with that. Yeah, I have it right St. Pa Patrick's Day just happened. So, uh maybe maybe that was their goal. I I I'm I'm joking, of course, but everything is green, but you know, maybe there'll be a Christmas one at some time or maybe a Valentine's Day and you can get those kind of Shades collectors of items. Green. There we go. <laughs> Thanks as always, Melka, for joining me. People can find you at www.greengencompany.com and they can find out how Melka can help you. Thanks so much for joining me. We'll chat next week. Thanks, Dean. Have a great week.
check us out and follow us on social media at the Cannabis 101 on Twitter, at the Cannabis 101 podcast on Instagram, and at the Canna 101 podcast on Facebook. You can email us at Cannabis101podcast at gmail.com.